What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another very special edition of the Burnout Brighter podcast. My name is Matt. I'll be your host for this evening's events. This is episode 141. I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Destiny. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, there. Since I said that. Yeah, I know, right? you always mess up. Like, what, okay. the other time you were pointing that way and I was over here, it doesn't even matter. I'm here, guys. I'm going to say this way. Out. I'm going to bet on this way and hope I'm right. And okay. as always, by the angry vegetable himself, Mr. Mad Seedling, a.k.a. Lou. Lou, how's it going? What's up, folks? Glad to be here. Good to see you all. Excited to have you back, my friend. And on this week's show, I... I have been fanboying for I don't even know how long, ever since all of this started coming together. Mr. Yuri Lowenthal, the voice of Spider-Man, the voice of Yosuke from Persona 4, the voice of who from Snacks Destiny? Chanlo! Uh, our boy Chanlo, 100%. Yuri, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it is my great, great pleasure. Thank you so much for that introduction. That is awesome. And just for saying the name Chanlo Funkbun, um, because... <laughs> You just got to save that name to be happy, really. Right? 100%. Yeah. 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 We reviewed Bug Snacks last year, and like we didn't even know it was you at that point, but Destiny, I could be like, Chandler's the best. It was last year. Wasn't it? it was last year. Yeah. Oh that was God, our first yeah. game. Yeah, that was the first wow. game we reviewed. And as soon as like Chandler came out, I was like, oh my God, I'm so team Chandler. He's so awesome. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and a character that nobody's ever really let me like play before, which I mean... You know, kudos to Young Horses for uh, for for letting me do that because uh, that was super cool for me. He yeah, he's such a job. Yeah, one hundred percent. Thank you. It was such a fun game. But before we get into our wonderful re- uh, interview, not review, interview with Yuri, we're gonna. <laughs> It'll do be a, a review of my of life. A <laughs> review of your life. Yeah, one hundred percent. Let's dig into a bit of what's new. Check in. What's been going on with all of us? Uh, Lou, I'm going to start with you, actually. Lou, what's new? What's been going on? What have you been playing? What have you been watching? Yeah. Um, so been playing some more Hearthstone. Uh, Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Nice. It's a great game mode. Um, ton of fun. Endless hours of enjoyment. Um, of course, uh, playing on the iPad. Uh, I like to, nice. to relax in bed and play some Hearthstone. Um, in terms of what I've been watching, uh, we've been rewatching Stranger Things a little bit in anticipation of the new season. Yeah, getting ready. Yeah. Nice. Um, of course, baseball, catching up with my Blue Jays. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and also been playing, a been playing some Persona 4 in anticipation of, of today's, uh, <laughs> today's interview. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Nicely done. Good. Yeah. I mean, Persona 4, a classic. It's Persona 4 Golden is my favorite game of all time, Yuri. So every time oh. we talk about Persona, wow. Destiny is just like, we're bringing it up again, guys. Hey, just like, <laughs> like every, listen, I have we nothing have against the game. We just talk about it all the time. But he makes fun of me because I like Final Fantasy 7. So it's fine. I, I don't have any beef with that either. See? Not whatsoever. <laughs> D, what about you? My... What's new? Oh, I'm wait, sorry, what go were ahead. you going to say, Yuri? Oh no! I was I was just gonna say uh, I, I have I have a himbo in that game, uh, in Final Fantasy VII. So uh, you do, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. Well, and- we, yes, yes, we can get to it later. Oh yeah, no, let's. I definitely want to get to it. But um, what have I? What I have been up to? You? Um, I finished Bly Manor, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Nice. Um, that was an emotional roller coaster. I did not expect to get so upset. Um, is it really horror-y? Because that's like I'm no, I'm a giant more- baby. It's more like gothic horror. So there are not a lot of jump scares because I can't do jump scares. Mm. Um, the Haunting of Hill House, I heard, is much more scary yep. than okay. uh, Bly Manor. But Bly Manor just, I was crying a lot. And But, but um, the Haunting of Bly Manor has much more Rahul Kohli in it. Um, so that's right. true. 
and I'm into that. So I'm, I'm here for that content. So I should yeah, probably. Yeah, it was really good. Really Mora Hulkoli is never a bad thing. Never. <laughs> what else have I been up to? Um, I watched, I started watching Love on a Spectrum. Like I watched it a while ago, like the one in okay. Australia. And mm-hmm. so now the U.S. has their own version of Love on a Spectrum. And if you guys don't know what it is, it's basically like, it's the only reality TV show that I feel like has actual heart. Because it works mm-hmm. with people who are on the spectrum and it's talking about their love lives and, and trying to date and find somebody. And it's so sweet because all of them just want somebody to love and be with. And it's like, it's not childlike, but it's it's so innocent compared to like mm-hmm. a lot of reality TV that you see. So I started watching that and let's see, um, new job opportunity came up for me. And Congrats. Uh, thank you. I'm not going to say what it is because I'm weird like that, but it's definitely something that I didn't expect to come out of it. I had only been working for the company for maybe um, a little under two months and I got approached to be like a marketing manager for them. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they, when he first came to me, when the director, uh, director first came to me, I was like, um, I don't really know if I have the skill set to do this. And he's like, I think you're selling yourself short. We definitely want you to do it. So mm-hmm. today was my first day. And it's been pretty incredible. And that's so what I've been up to. Thank you so much. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. That's amazing, Dee. We're super proud of you. I know how much ass you're going to kick in that role. <laughs> and I, I can't wait to see you do it. You're going to be phenomenal. Yuri, what about you? What's new? What's been going on? Oh, man. I've been uh, working, trying to, uh, trying to, uh, you know, raise a son, which is just a, a, an immense amount of work I found. Um, but, uh, and he's really been giving us the business lately. He's a full on teenager at, at almost six years old. So, um, but, uh, but I, but I, I do, uh, I do, uh, uh, drown myself in, in watching, uh, things when I, when I, when, when I have insomnia at, at night and so on, I've been catching up on some, some old things and trying to get through some, some new ones. I just finished station 11, which is uh, a great ride. Um, it's a, it's a slow burn. Uh, but but super great. Um, HBO's had some of my favorite stuff on it recently. Do- Doom Patrol, nice. I've been catching up on as well, and uh, nice. it's like my favorite superhero show. And um, uh, I haven't been playing anything. We can we can we can get into some some stuff later. But uh, yeah, that and uh, um, and I never I've, I've been I've been starting to rewatch a Patriot on uh, Amazon Prime, which is a show that I feel like okay. I'm carrying this torch for. Like I'm an evangelist for this show. I'm like, it's my favorite show of all time. I just need people to watch it so I can talk to people about it. But um, yeah, it is, uh, it's, uh, it's been it's been a little busy path. I just went to a friend's uh, wedding in New York. It was a very uh, surgical strike where I flew, to, flew over. Um, I actually did, because I was flying over for such a short period of time. I rented a tuxedo and didn't pack any bags. So, so, that so is I walked, baller. I've, I've never done, I have never done this before. Um, I never walked onto a plane with zero luggage. So what I did is that, you know, I put the couple of things that I needed in my pockets of the tuxedo. I walked on. Um, if you, by the way, uh, what I learned is if you ever want people to pay attention to you, just walk onto a plane in a tuxedo. Yeah. Um, I, I learned. Yeah, and, then, and then I, I, I walked off the flight. I got in a car. I went straight to the wedding. I came back, slept at the hotel, uh, went to the brunch the next morning in the tuxedo because I had no other clothes, <laughs> nice. and uh, and then got back on the airplane and and flew back uh, last night. So um, or uh, yesterday, 
But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was something I recommend doing once in your life at least. Get on a plane with no bags. You feel like it's secret agent. It's pretty great. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. I want to get the tuxedo as well. Like I just want to show right. it to my tux. Right, <laughs> right. And because because I rented it, they. You know, they did the fitting of like it fit great. Like I never, I've never <laughs> bought, I've always bought clothes, you know, off the rack, and they never fit exactly right. You know, ever. I, yeah. I feel like at that point the TSA would just like roll out the red carpet and be like, "Here you go, sir. Please join us right this through. Here's the right. Here's the direct way to the lounge." Right. Exactly. Please don't assassinate anybody on board because you're clearly some sort of spy. <laughs> just give us a heads up, sir. Please, not on exactly. this flight. Right, 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 right. <laughs> they probably thought you were like a really famous actor. I mean, you are famous, but still, they were all probably racking their brains like, "What have I seen him in before?" Right. And then, right. like, actually start placing you in things you've never been in, but, like exactly. But because I was movie. But because I was wearing a mask, they'll never know. No, oh, they will yeah, never yeah. know. I'm so proud like, of you for wearing looking a mask. Look in my eyes. Thank you. I, I, that's something I believe in. And yes, um, thank you. Mm, uh, like yeah, people absolutely. are just not absolutely. doing it. I was at the airport yep. maybe a month ago for a wedding, Look, mm-hmm. but yep. nobody was wearing a mask. And I was just I like, it's strange. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, strange. I don't, I don't like getting sick and I don't like making other people sick. It seems yeah. like a no brainer. Like I'll probably, understand. if it keeps, you know, if, it, if it, at the very least it keeps me from getting sick, then I'll mm-hmm. probably wear a mask in an airport and on on an airplane for the rest of my life. Yeah. 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 Right. I'm, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. When I was flying back from Dallas a couple of weeks ago, like the, cause we're, Lou and I are based out of uh, near Toronto and Canada uh-huh. and they are with Canada still mandates masks on the flights coming in. And they're like, sorry, every, the pilot was like, sorry, everyone, because it's Canada, you have to put on a mask. Cause like making a show <laughs> out of it. And I was like, Am I the only one on like remotely close to actually wearing the mask? Like who cares? Yeah. Put them on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I know. I would have cheered and then probably gotten beat up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm that guy. Nah, I had a tuxedo, they would have been. That's no, true. I'm Wear so a tuxedo sorry. and nobody beats you up, I think. Exactly. So far. I've only done it once and I haven't gotten beat up. So my record is. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I wanted to make sure we didn't forget to ask you what oh, you've dear. been up to. Um, <laughs> so kind. Uh, as for myself, um, I spent a bit of time with Young Souls over the weekend. I played, picked it up off Game Pass, um, because Game Pass continues to be a fantastic service. Um, didn't really click with me. I, the reason I got into it was, I mean, the art style was super cool, and like I started playing it, and it was very like Streets of Ragey Destiny. So that's why I was I like, love Streets of Rage. Yeah. So I was like, my partner, my wife, like loves this style of game. So I stopped playing it after like the first five minutes. And I was like, I'm going to play it with her. And she came down and we started playing it. We started getting into it. And after spending probably about like an hour and a half with it, we we fought maybe like 15 enemies. There was just so much like oh, wow. space between the fights where there was just a lot of talking and a lot of running from mm. a, point A to point B. The mm-hmm. presentation's cool. The graphics are really cool. There's just, she was getting to the point where she's like, I just want to hit something. And I was like, please in the game. Um, <laughs> but like, it was just, it, there was they have some cool ideas but i think it's just there's too much kind of dead air in between the things that are actually happening in the game um mm-hmm. maybe it picks up after a little bit but so far i mean it's on game pass if you're curious check it out there's a lot of coolness to it um and i've gotten obsessed with a show called abbott elementary oh I, that's I started watching it. yeah it's yep. so yep. good yeah. it's it's on disney plus the first season just hit disney plus here in canada oh really um, yeah okay. And and I've just I've been adoring it. Like Senna and I started it over the weekend, and we're on episode like eight or nine already. Like we've been like burning through it Binging nonstop. It. It's just I it's it gives me that feeling that like we haven't had like a really good like classic style sitcom in a while. I feel like there's been a lot of great shows, but like that sitcom kind of space hasn't really been filled in a little while. Mm-hmm. And like this is just. 
The acting is fantastic. The story is like sweet without being too saccharine and being like too much. It actually has a lot of emotional depth and heart to it. While it's also really funny, like it's just, it's so good. If anybody is looking for a new show, go check out Abbott Elementary because it's doing so much right. And I just, it's already been greenlit for like its second and possibly third season. Great. It's just, it's so good. It's so good. Can I just throw in that Quinta is actually working with um, schools and things like that to help um, with funding. So I thought that was really incredible. So she's like the, you know, she's from BuzzFeed. So that's where she got her start. Didn't know that. Um, Yeah, she's from BuzzFeed. Like she was really famous for like the dumbest videos, which are amazing. They're super funny. But if you ever check out the old stuff on BuzzFeed, because I I guess they kind of like stopped doing videos. That's where she got her start. And like she's just been like grinding ever since. So I'm like really, really proud of her and super excited for her. But Matt, we also played another game. We also did play another game. You're 100% right. Destiny and I um, jumped into the first hour of V Rising. Massive shout out to Stunlock Studios for sending out codes for that. Uh, if anybody's unaware of what that is, it's a vampire, like Diablo-like survival game uh, where you can co-op and stuff. So D and I were running around being vampires, um, hiding from the daylight because the daylight <laughs> will burn you. The daylight you. will mess you up. <laughs> Horribly. And it's like, if you don't hide in the shade, like we were both like crouched under this like little like tree at one point, because of course we cut down all the trees around that area because we're like, we need wood. And then right. daylight hit. And then we are, we got stuck and we're like, okay, this is enough of this game for now. Let's play this again another time because we cornered ourselves and neither one of us wanted to deal with it at that moment. But the game is really cool. Um, D, what do you think of it so far? I love it. If you like survival type games where you have to go out and gather and build and basically like make a, a fort, um, that is, it is perfect. And the fact that I get to play a vampire and just fuck shit up. Yeah, you're, you're playing it. a vampire and not killing vampires. Yes. Which is, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's yep. so cool. That. I think yeah. uh, Matt took on a bear at one point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I, I, I sucked yeah. that bear's blood. I did it. <laughs> it was great. It got to the point, though, where, like, I don't know if I just didn't hold the button long enough or it had too much health, but it, like, stopped me from drinking his blood and started attacking me. Destiny's like, why are you fighting it in our fort? I'm like, I don't know. This is just where we've ended up. <laughs> She's like, stop doing that. You're breaking everything. And, like, that's, that's usually what happens when D and I play survival games together. When we played Valheim, I accidentally dropped a tree on her. Oh my it was God. an accident. It was an accident. I just cut it down. Mary, she happened to get in the way. If you were there, you would have you would have known it wasn't an accident. It was, it was an, accident. an accident. You he ran into the tree's who, path. Who cuts down trees right beside another person? Like that's just like illogical. <laughs> you don't do that. Did you yell timber so that she knew that it was coming? He didn't. He's just like, oh shit, oh, and it was already right. falling. And then I okay. So I said, oh shit. There was at least that. <laughs> right. You should right. know if we're doing that, and I'm saying, oh shit, something's about to happen, and it's probably now I know. Now I know. <laughs> we learned. I'm glad, yeah, I, I'm glad I learned this early on in our friendship. Yeah. If Matt yells, there you go. If Matt is like, oh shit, then I should just run. Yeah, <laughs> that's, just that's run. usually a good way to go. Okay. Um, okay. Destiny has learned that the hard way a couple times. Luckily, it was just in Valheim. But without further ado, let's get into it. Yuri, once again, we're so excited to have you with us. And, and where I wanted to start our, our journey through your life is I wanted to ask about like, what are some of your favorite early memories of gaming and what kind of led you to the path that you started out on? Well, I think playing games didn't lead me necessarily. I mean, everything, you know, leads you to the the, the, the place that you are now, you know, whether you are aware of it or whether you choose it or not. Um, but I mean, I was, because I'm older, I, you know, I was there through the, like what? the beginning no, you're like of, oh, you're the, oh, Thank you. <laughs> best. Yeah. So that is very sweet. You know, just what to say to a girl. Um, 
but I, you know, I was I was around like before video games, and then I was there for cabinet video games, um, where I would you know go and just pump quarters into video games, the arcade, and it was it was everything to me. And then I was there for the beginning of like home, you know, computer gaming systems. My first uh, system was an Intellivision. Nice. Um, yeah, which uh, which had cartridges, but had this really messed up uh, controller that had like a disc you would push, and your your thumb would get super crampy like early on. Um, but but I loved it. And then we got an, an we we got an Apple IIe, and with it with a dual disc drive, so you knew we were cool. Oh. <laughs> and 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 I just started and I just started you know consuming games, and I would say you know I I loved most games. Uh, but a game that will always, or game, you know, a certain type of game that, that will always have a special place in my in my heart were the early Infocom uh, text adventure games where there were no graphics. You'd just type, it would, you know, text would pop up that would tell you a little description of what was happening and where you were. And you would control it by typing in, you know, uh, go north, go north, go north, go west, mm-hmm. uh, look at whatever the item is, you know, that was in the description of the room or, you know, look at your climb tree, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> and they were uh, at that time, they were uh, remarkably frustrating. Uh, but but it was it was like the beginning of, you know, this big, like imaginative leap for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, you know, I was playing Dungeons and Dragons at the time. And so like all the games that would come out that were then then a step past that you know the ultimas and the bard's tales and like mm-hmm. all of that i did wizardry like wizardry was the first one i thought you know and it was you know in retrospect it was so simple and so but but it was you know i would just lose entire weekends you know of sleep to to that mm-hmm. and so i i just you know i loved i loved games for so long and then i sort of fell out of playing games for a while and found them again uh, probably right about, um, you know, like, like PS2, you know, early, um, you know, Silent Hill and, uh, like, like horror survival games and Resident Evil. Um, I think it was Resident Evil that somebody, you know, popped it in at a friend's party and I hadn't played a video game in a while at home. Mm. And I was, you know, my heart started pounding and I was, I was terrified and I'm like, oh my God, games have come a long way. Um, (laughs) and, and that I, you know, I wanted to get back into them again. And then not too, too long after that, I got into this business where I got to actually audition for roles that would then be, you know, characters in games, which, uh, which is a big, and now I can even see from the beginning of when I first started doing that to obviously now, you know, the, the leap that, that games have, have undergone, you know, once upon a time, there wasn't a lot of room to put, you know, a lot of dialogue onto a, you know, a disc. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and now, uh, you know, the, the stuff that they can do is obviously uh, huge. So, so I've, I've had a long life with games, but I still go back to those early text adventure games. I don't know. There was just, it was like probably because it linked up with your imagination so hard. Like, you know, I, I could, I could see everything and, you know, I loved, you know, fantasy and adventure novels and, and things like that. I'm a big genre guy. And, and that was sort of the opening of this, this crazy new world for me. It's and, and a lot of the like, games that I liked after that. So. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's wild that like back then it was just text and now you're doing what multiple takes, depending if you're like breathing too heavy or not in Spider-Man, exactly. like where you're going too fast. And it's just exactly. like, no, he's labored here. And it's just, it's incredible. It keeps growing and growing and growing. And when we started recording Spider-Man, they, we weren't doing that. And it was an idea they came up with 
as we were already into it and we had to go back and pick up a bunch of lines, you know, with the swinging <laughs> version um, rather than, you know, for, for so long, they've always said, well, you know, I'll ask for context on a line, you know, like, am I shouting him? Am I running? Are we fighting? And they're like, we're not really sure when that's going to trigger. So if you could do a read that could kind of be used for all of that, that would be great. So, so, you know, it's, it's nice okay. to be able to get specific on it and that I'm sure other games, you know, after, after Spider-Man, other, you know, other, other games were like, Oh fuck, now we have to do that. That's so right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but it's, you know, it adds to the, you know, the reality of, you know, pulling you into the reality of the game. And so, um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing say. what they can do now. I can't imagine playing a game and somebody sounding like dead tone when they were like in a fight scene, except for maybe Batman, because like right, he usually right, has he always, like a very like level yeah. in tone. Yeah. Um, Spider Man is such a like he, he has such a big personality that like you would ex- you would expect that. So if he was just like deadpan, you'd be like, wait a minute, what's what's going on, guys? But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I love it. I, lo- I love the you know the quippiness and the you know I mean that that we can. That, that we do have room to to cre- create these characters that you know are so rich these days it's not just description on a screen or they get you know the the the, the line that they get you know when you choose them from the you know they get that line right. and that, yeah. you know i guess that's my guy uh, but <laughs> but now i mean we can tell stories and you know when i first started we also there was no performance capture there was no motion capture there was right. you know Mm-hmm. Uh, there was they animated the game or if they were using performance or motion capture they were stunt people in you know czech republic or whatever and then you'd have to try to make your performance along with you know whatever the stuff that they captured was was and so for us to get to a place where now i get to also be in scenes with other actors because usually we just record our dialogue solo you know in a space mm-hmm. and it's up to the director to give us context and to give us an idea of you know what the other performer has done or if you know if they've already recorded but we wouldn't get to record with other actors and to get on a stage with Bill Salyer's an example, you know, example from Spider-Man to do the Doc Ock stuff mm-hmm. where he's right there with me and we're playing the scene like we're doing a play, you know, or we're shooting a movie. It was, um, was a great gift. And it's why a lot of those scenes really came together the way they did. And the performances are so good because it's, it's actors reacting off of each other in the moment. And right. Which is great. You know, we don't always get I to do have- that really quick question that just yeah. popped in my head when you when you were talking about that is there any time like when you're doing that that some of those things are improvised some of your reactions or is it always like very specific what you need to say there there is room for some improvisation and it depends on the project and it depends on the team that you're working with and it depends on you know some actors like to do that and some don't mm-hmm. um there, yeah there there is room for some improvisation but as it's a game and they're, you know, they're, they're very specific about sometimes the things that they need to make the game work. You can't just sort of make anything up you want to, right. so it's a, you know, it's a, it's a push pull thing. And, and sometimes I'll, you know, I'll, I'll ad lib something that I think is funny and they're like, yeah, this is in combat. That line was too long. Um, oh, you know, okay. because it triggers in okay. combat, right. we don't have time. We don't have time for that joke. You know, it's supposed to be really quick and punchy. So, Got um, it. you know, and every now and then they'll be like, Oh, that, you know, that, that was funny. Um, <laughs> And, and and sometimes I suspect that they'll they'll say, "Oh, Yuri, that was really funny," and then they'll burn it and take the you know the original <laughs> as, as written one uh, you know, to keep me happy. But um, yeah, it, it, it depends on who you're working with. Like I I think early on in Spider Man, I didn't feel like I like I, I didn't feel confident enough to just mm. sort of start throwing things in. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but after a while, as we got to, you know, to, to, to know each other, and as I got a feel for the character uh, that that they, you know, enjoyed and were writing and, you know, needed for the, for the, for the game, I felt more comfortable every now and then throwing something in. Um, nice. Yeah, well, you got just... to pick your battles, though. Now I'm just totally expecting in Spider-Man 2 to have like a chapter of a novel being read out through the entirety of a fight scene, just like one wrong running running commentary throughout a fight scene. And it's like that was Yuri's idea. Clearly, if it sounds like it was just a little bit too long, that was me. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So, like, when you were, I mean, like, you've like acted in so many incredibly important characters and a lot of characters that mean so much to people, like. Do you ever get nervous or do you get anxious anymore still like when you're approaching a character like that or like, you know, what are what are kind of some of like some of your process when you're approaching I, a character that has a legacy like yeah. that? Like, does it affect you? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, because, you know, because I grew up, uh, you know, a, a card carrying, you know, comic book reading nerd. Um, I these characters are so important to me that even even if I'm not, you know, very knowledgeable about a specific character. Um, I still understand the weight of, of that, you know, in the fan base. And, and usually I'm part of that fan base. And I, I feel, I feel a certain, you know, amount of pressure to not mess it up, you know? (laughs) Um, And, and when that happens, um, I've learned to trust the team that I'm working with, you know, going back to Spider-Man, you know, what I was really nervous going into it. uh, But what pulled me out of that was that I trusted that the rest of the team would not let me fail. Like they were, they're all huge Spider-Man fans as well. And if something mm-hmm. wasn't working, we would work on it together till it got fixed. They wouldn't just let that through, you know? Right. Um, Cause they, 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 they wanted a good game as well. And um, so it, learning to trust the people you work with is important that, you know, there's, there's a tendency to say, Oh, I'm going to mess all this up. And you got to also realize that, you know, as the actor, you're you're just one small part in this sort of giant wheel of you know things that are going on you know in a game and mm-hmm. uh you know as actors i'm sure we're you know obsessed with how you know our own importance um but the, the fact of the matter is every time we have to remind ourselves that you know it's just we're just one part of that you know that that bigger thing and it actually helps because you're like oh, okay good i'm not gonna you know make or break anything mm-hmm. um so yeah it's it's hard it's hard because on one hand, you know, carrying an iconic character like that, you can't help but think about, especially if you're nerdy like me, you can't help but think about all the people who've played them before um, mm-hmm. and all the ways they've been explored before. And you're like, do I do it more like this person or do I do it like that, you know, story? Are we, are we going from more like the, the that character from this storyline, you know, uh, from this, you know, obscure, you know, run of a comic book or are we doing, you know, this other thing? And again, I had to go back and trust that, you know, I would I would bring myself and you know my choices to the to the character, and then we'd work together to to you know make something that that worked for for this specific project. And it didn't have mm-hmm. to be beholden to any of those other you know the ones that came before, uh, but inevitably, just because I'm so aware of a lot of those, you know, I'm sure that, you know they, they they creep in anyway. <laughs> I- I can imagine, but what I what I want to say is that because I, I I'm going to toss it over to Lou for a question in a sec because I know he has some great ones lined up. But what I wanted to say very quickly is what you did with Peter Parker and with Spider Man is easily my favorite interpretation of the character so far. So just th- thank you genuinely for the work that you do because it, I mean, there were that game made me cry. It made me incredibly excited. It was there for me through a tough time in my life. So it's it is my favorite iteration of the character and i cannot wait for you know to see where where you guys take it but just you nailed it and i just i can't wait for more 
Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm so proud of you, Matt. Because I know, I know the energy inside and the fanboy wanted to come out way more than that. I'm, I'm trying I'm to very, like. I'm so me, proud of you. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me lay this out, and hopefully it's, it's, you know, uh, it, it's, it's, it's come clear at this point. But in case it hasn't, um, I'm the biggest fanboy in the world. So um, <laughs> I mean, let you, let your let your flags fly, because because um, I'm you know I'm gonna nerd out about all sorts of stuff, and um, you should you should feel just as comfortable as me to do that. <laughs> I, I definitely will, but yeah, it's just I I loved everything that you do with the character, and I can't wait for more. But Lou has some cool stuff on before you. I keep yeah, rambling on. Go Lou, go yeah, Lou. let's do it. Um, absolutely, yeah. So you know, Persona Four came to me at such a hard time in my life as well. And um, Yosuke being the sort of best friend character, um, having lost friends in my life too, um, and, and, and having that game come to me at that time was just, yeah, so it's super important for me as well. And, and I thank you um, for, awesome. for everything you put into that game. Um, but of thank course- you. I love I love Yosuke. I love totally. Yosuke, my broske. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely one of the most colorful characters on, on the game as well. So um, yeah. yeah, love him. Um, being that you have such a storied career across both television and video games, um, I wanted to ask what are sort of the biggest differences or biggest challenges between acting for a show and acting for a video game? Oh, man. Um, I mean, the nice thing about acting for a show is that, I mean, you really get to, to play in the, in the deepest level. Like, you know, you get to, you get to, you know, hold that, you know, blaster in your hand, you get to walk around that submarine, you get to, I mean, obviously it's not, you know, it's not real and their sets and everything, but the, the details are there. So it's super fun to, you know, immerse yourself as, as, as an actor in, in that. Um, and the thing that I love about games so much while we, while I've gotten a you know a certain level you know going I mentioned it you know before getting to do performance capture is like doing a play again it's like it's like shooting a show or, or making a movie um, to a certain extent I mean we're still wearing those ridiculous suits you know and everybody <laughs> you can't look you can't look cool I don't care who you are you can't look cool in those suits in a leotard yeah <laughs> exactly. to wear a tuxedo underneath it that's all yeah. oh my god just so that I know just for my own exactly comfort. just for yourself I'll wear the tuxedo in my heart from now on Matt thank there you there you go <laughs> um, uh, but uh, I think one of the things that I love, 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 and has really allowed me to succeed as, as an actor in this business about the, the game industry and, and voice acting in general is that it doesn't matter what you look like. Um, when I'm auditioning for TV and film stuff, um, if I don't immediately look like what the character is in their heads, then I'm out, you know, unless my audition is so good that they're like, we change all <laughs> our minds about everything, which, you know, rarely happens. Um, whereas in a game, if you can, you know, do it with your voice and just, you know, that, then you can, you can encourage their imagination, you know, to, to, to come up with whatever it is in their heads. Um, and so it's, it's really opened up a huge, um, you know, amount of roles that I would never be considered for ever. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 51 years old. I mean, what business do I have playing Spider-Man? Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, nobody would, I, I would never audition, you know, I mean, I never get to audition for, you know, play Spider-Man in any movie or a TV show. Um, and yet I got to do that and I'm still doing it. Like I, I get to wake up in the morning, you know, and I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm cranky. Oh no, wait, 
shut up, you're Spider-Man, you know, like that. <laughs> I mean, you're living in a f- f- dream, you know, you're living in a fantasy world. Um, so so I, I think, you know, with, with games, I have easily gotten to play so many more characters and gotten involved in so many more stories and gotten to work with so many more different people uh, than I ever would have if it was just, if I was just auditioning for TV or film. Um, and a lot of people are like, why do you even audition for that stuff anymore now that you've you know found your success here? And the fact of the matter is I, I get different things from different types of acting. Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's something that I get from doing theater that I don't get from doing like live theater that I don't get from doing, you know, anywhere else. There's stuff that I get from doing sketch comedy that I don't get from doing any of those other things. There are things from um, you know, I get from being on a movie set and you know, like showing up, you know, doing independent film at you know, 3.30 in the morning in a forest with a bunch of other people and it's all cold <laughs> and, you know, we're all like angry to have to be awake and, you know, freezing, <laughs> but we're all super happy to be, you know, making this horror movie or, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and then there, you know, and then there's, you know, games and animation where I get to play roles that, that I'd never be considered for, you know, in any other medium. So, so I, 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 each of those different types of things feeds a certain part of me. And if I, if I don't do some of those, you know, like a little part of me atrophies a little bit. Like I, I missed, <laughs> I missed doing plays, but I haven't since my son was born, you know, almost six years ago, just because it's, it's hard for me to justify, you know, being gone for, you know, six weeks of rehearsal, you know, nights of rehearsal. And then, you know, you know, several weeks, you know, to, to, to perform a show. And I just, I just, I don't, I, I don't want to make that sacrifice these days, but I miss, I miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but luckily like I, I still get a, get a lot of good stuff, you know, in the in the type of work that I am doing. So it's opened up my eyes to a whole new thing. I want to voice yeah. Storm yeah. one day. Maybe Maxine from Batman Beyond. You will voice Storm one day, Destiny. I I, I've never Let's even do tried it. out for anything you just, like that, but I would you just, love to do it. You just, you just, you just said it. Let's yep. let's make it happen. I did. Universe. I just put it out in the universe. I, I'm I'm you ready. Did. I'm ready. Yeah. You did. I I never I never thought. I never thought I'd be doing it. I never thought I'd be Spider-Man. <laughs> and, and look and look where we are today. Look at so you I know. I, I know. That, that is amazing. Go ahead, Luke. What um uh, so how do you prepare um either physically or research-wise or mentally um when yeah. you're going into a a voice acting gig, um whether it be for Spider-Man or or, or anything else? How do you how do you prepare yourself? Um, it depends on how long I, you know, when I go into a session, if I've already been, you know, been playing the, the character for a while, there are certain things I don't have to do anymore. Um, but I generally do go into, um, any type of session. Uh, I try to relax cause I, I you know, I can easily get worked up. Um, I suffer from a fair amount of imposter syndrome and, um, and just, uh, you know, just, uh, nervous energy. And so I try to, to relax. I got to breathe. Um, and when I go in for, you know, for performance capture stuff, I definitely have to stretch because getting back to the whole 51 years old thing, <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, you know, I try, I try, I try to keep in shape and I try to keep healthy um, just so that I can, so, so my body doesn't uh, betray me, you know, at any you know given moment. <laughs> um, so I can still to the best of my ability move, like, you know, at least walk like a, like a, you know, a 25 year old Spider-Man. <laughs> um, we'll say all, anytime Spider-Man does something cool in the game, that is my, that is one of my many talented stunt doubles who I owe at least half of the performance for, you know, to, <laughs> if, if not more, um, they're amazing. And, and working with them is like this really cool dance. Uh, but, uh, 
so yeah, some some physical stuff. Also, you know, I try to I try to stay healthy when 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 I get sick. The first thing to go is my voice. Mm. So so yeah. I'm always trying. Hence back to the masks and the masks. You know, trying to stay yep. hydrated and um, you know take care of myself. Try to get enough sleep, that sort of thing. Um, so that's the the preparation I do. I haven't done. You know, it's funny. I was I just found some old notebooks of mine from college when when I was preparing for a play. I just, I found these journal, like character journals. This is what the character was thinking, you know, in the character's voice and all this stuff and asking all these questions, you know, of the character and answering all these questions about the backstory and the history of the character and everything. And I, and I don't do that anymore. I think it's valuable. Um, and I think it was valuable for me to start to, to force me to automatically, I think what's what happens nowadays is when I start to think about a character, I just start to automatically ask myself those questions mm, okay. um, and to put myself in the, in the, in the place. So I don't, I don't do those types of exercises anymore, but I think they're, they're very valuable at least just to get you thinking about, because you want to get, you know, each time you could argue that most of my characters sound the same, you know, I mean, just voice wise, I don't like, you know, metamorphosize my voice into some voice that you can't identify as another character that I've ever played before. Uh, but the more specific you get about a character, um, the better. And that comes, you know, mostly, you know, a lot from the, the writing, like if the writing is good, I barely have to do anything. Um, right. and, and so, but I, but I try to just think about it and ask, you know, ask, ask myself questions about, you know, about that character and why the character is doing what they're doing and, you know, uh, what their relationship is to the, the other people that I'm interacting with. And, uh, so that, that gets, makes the character specific in a way that, uh, that sets it apart from any other character that I've ever played. Even if you were to just isolate, you know, just the voice prints for each and be like, wow, that, that he sounds pretty much the same every time. No way. Um, no, I, I, I no, really, no, not at all. Cause there are some actors out there who are like Nolan North is a chameleon. You would, he gets asked to do, you know, his Nathan Drake voice basically a lot. And so you would say, Oh no, he always sounds like Nathan, but he shows up in, in games and you don't even know it's him until the credits roll. And you're like, that's impossible. That wasn't him. And and I don't I don't feel like I'm that type of character, but I disagree hard because and that and maybe that's the imposter syndrome creeping in because there are times where like it's I'll get to possible. the end of something and I'll be like, holy shit, wait, that was Yuri? Like that's that's incredible. And it's when he was going okay. over the list today of like different characters you played in um different shows, I was like, What? That's him. Are you sure? But I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Because, yeah. like, there's some people who just have a really iconic voice. Like, mm -hmm. um, uh, Steve Blum will always yeah. be Spike Spiegel to me, no matter what yeah. he's in. 100%. And yeah. he was, like, doing, I think he was just speaking normally. <laughs> he was on yeah. Logic CD. And I was like, oh, yeah. my yeah. God, is that Spike? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. His work with Logic is great. He introduced me to Logic. Like, I mean, I didn't what? know. What? He did. <laughs> He didn't, I mean, I didn't know about Logic before. Um, oh my and, God, and he's now, so yeah. good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If yeah. you guys haven't heard that CD, it is incredible. And it's funny. I think one of the reasons why I picked up that it was him is because they're on a spaceship. And so like a lot yeah, of the takes it. in between are like yep. very comedic. And I was like, oh my God, this sounds like, like Cowboy Bebop. Oh my what God, I'm going to, I'm going to, because you, because this conversation went where it did, I'm going to, um, let you guys know about something that, that I that I haven't announced yet because because and I'm and this is and this is hard because um because I'm not a musician or or a singer or performer in that respect um and singing has always been uh very uh uh very uh, uh 
a, it's a tough thing for me. Like I don't feel confident. It's a very vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I but I started working uh, with this uh, hip hop artist named Big Lug, and he had asked me to do some stuff for him uh, early on, just like just some like little needle drop things and like intros to to some some of his songs, and we got to working together. And we we did a whole record together that has yes! a bunch of other <laughs> has a bunch of other guest like stars from the same show that the um that the uh, the album is styled after. And we just we just finished the last song and we're trying to figure out exactly how to promote it and how to when we're gonna release it and exactly what the um and I'm terrified. Like, I'm, like, I'm excited. I'm so stoked. Yeah. I am uh, so excited. It's um, it's yeah. I'm 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 excited too. And we're, we're trying to figure. I'm I'm waiting on on somebody to get back to me about album artwork for it. Uh, and then once I think we have an image, we're gonna start uh, promoting it. But I will I will let Please you guys keep know. Please us I mean, in the know. Yeah. We yes. Yeah, the shit out um, of it. Like I'm yeah, so excited. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we we will need that because because you know he doesn't have a, you know I mean he's he's not really well known. He doesn't have like a big label behind him or anything. And um and yeah no I've you know and nobody <laughs> if anybody out there is clamoring to hear you know uh, an album I'm by me. I'm telling everybody. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Oh my family. God. I'm okay. telling everybody. All right. You're about to okay. be Honestly. All right. Okay. Platinum. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm it's destiny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there it is. That, that's her, that's her, that's her catchphrase. It's, it's destiny. It's oh my god if you were on a sitcom if you were on a sitcom you'd be like it's destiny yeah that's yeah exactly yeah oh my god it's destiny is so like so much of a better title than that's so raven like i mean oh my god you know like oh my god come on right right it's destiny it says so much because it's it's you but it's also the way it's most brilliant you guys really remember that good. time that we did we did a podcast and uh, we came up with the idea for your show that <laughs> my became show famous? yeah yes. yeah right <laughs> then I'm gonna have you do the intro music and the outro music I mean like it's all coming full circle it's all coming there, full there we go yeah. yeah but I had a really quick question yes um, go because like I just feel like you have so much fun with all the characters you play and you're very passionate about them. What, who was your favorite character to voice out of all the ones you've done? Because you've done a lot. Like, who yeah. would you say that, like, I really loved playing that character? I can never pick just one. Okay, you um, know what? Give of me a those, list. but can I give you, can I give you, <laughs> you some give that have... Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, the Prince of Persia, like the Prince and the Prince of Persia, Sands mm. of Time, mm-hmm. was like the beginning of something special for me. And I will always love that guy. Um, Sasuke on Naruto which, you know, yeah. is a show and a bunch of games um, is is a character that has, you know, has such a, a rabid fan base um, and is, you know, for for me, a character that at the time I was I was nobody was asking me to play that type of, you know, moody character. They were all asking me to play chipper young heroes, you know, who who the nothing bad has ever happened to them. You know, I mean, it was it was that. <laughs> and so, you know, a character with a dark past and, you know, something, you know, that that was and his his legacy, you know, lives on and he's the character I've played the longest in my career because I still continue to this day right. to, uh, to, to, to play him. So, um, but also, but having, you know, grown up a big superhero guy, uh, getting to play 
Superman in Legion of Superheroes, getting to play Spider-Man. I mean, those are always the red letter days for me, man. Like I, I feel like I go into a, a job like that and then I, I walk out and I'm like, check you know I mean, <laughs> whenever i've played somebody in the dc universe or the marvel universe that i knew from you know reading comics and watching cartoons growing up that's a that's always still a, a big deal for me um so so those are those are some of the you know the the ones but but if you kept me talking long enough i'd probably bring up you know just about everybody you know I mean, <laughs> Uh, there's, I think that's great. Yeah, though. I mean, yeah, I you know it's that sure there's there's some you know, I mean I always have fun doing what I'm doing, but there are characters like that, and then sometimes there are characters like, uh, um, you know, Soldier C in Call of Duty. You know, I love playing playing Army, but. But, you know, there's that guy, you know, he screams grenade and, you know, <laughs> blows up and gets, gets set on fire. And that's, you know, that's a great, you know, hell of a way to, to, to make a living, I'll tell you. Um, but but then, you know, to, like to play like Spider-Man, you know. Yeah. Is, I mean, is, that's an iconic character. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. been around longer than any of us have been around. Right. So that's so yeah. that, that has to be like such an honor to to take on that yeah. mantle as him. So, you know what? congratulations on that i know like i mean like that's incredible that people were like we want you to do it and you've done such a like it's so well 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 received couldn't get that word out (laughs) it's been such a well received performance so yeah kudos on that and sasuke and all the characters you play because you're you're fucking rocking it you're killing it thank you matt leave out all my cuss words don't. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to bleep out all the normal words that you only cuss. Right. <laughs> it's like, beep, beep, fuck, beep. Beep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I got, so, I, I go got to also just a, not a game thing, but I, I in a, um, the, I, the two things like, recently, um, I got to play this uh, amazing character in a, uh, a podcast, uh, a fictional podcast, a uh, fictional horror podcast that I was a fan of. And I, I think I was you know, so loud about how, how big a fan I was that they finally end up, ended up finding a, uh, a role for me on it um, <laughs> called o- o- Old Gods of Appalachia. Uh, that is a great, if you love horror fiction, horror podcasts, like Gothic, uh, not, not Gothic, but more like, you know, like Southern fried Lovecraftian, you know, horror. Um, it, uh, it was, I played a character, uh, called the railroad man that is uh that is chilling and creepy and the type of character again that i uh, you know i love watching when i'm watching movies and you know listening to stuff like that but i never have gotten to play a character like that so that was super fun and i got to do a, a sci-fi show that uh was originally live it was like a like doing a performance like like a theater live performance piece a few years ago called orbital it was a show called orbital redux that we did and every week we streamed live and it was all one take. Like we the camera where they said action and we, we did the whole episode and it's sci-fi. So it's got visual effects and it's got lots of, you know, camera cuts and um, like, you know, for different angles, but it was all done in one. And even the music that, that was the score was performed live by a band, like oh, on the wow. stage while we were doing it. And, and there was interactivity, like people in the chat could suggest certain branching storylines. So it was, oh, I mean, it was, it wow. was definitely like the highest tightrope I've ever walked, um, <laughs> you know, professionally. And, uh, but, but that didn't get picked up for a second season. It was on, it was on legendary streaming platform uh, called Project Alpha. 
and uh, that went away. Um, but but the rights reverted to us, and so we took all the footage from that and we cut together the best version of it. And and I'm still like so proud of the show. You can watch it on Dust. I don't know if you know Dust. Um, it's a like no, a sci-fi aggregator. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. Watch Dust.tv or they've got an app. And and if you look up Orbital Redux, um, I just I implore you to watch it if you like sci-fi. Uh, I, I love it was some of the yep. most fun I've had in a long time. So. Hmm. Um, that sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah, we're definitely going to check that out. Yeah. We're going to have to do like, yeah, yeah we'll have to, we'll have we'll have to, to talk sure. about it. You know, know. what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to watch it and then we're going to have to have Yuri and back on. And we'll have to, to do a part it. two, guys. We'll yes, have we'll have to do a part two. Oh, nuts. We have to do a I part two. I put it no. in the universe. Oh, no. It's happening. It's happening. I told you, I told you, I'd, I told you I'd nerd out so hard you guys, you know, that, that, we, that we would never even get to all the questions that we were going to. <laughs> oh my god this has been so much fun okay uh, a couple of questions left before we kind of go for the no. for the home stretch here um in the age of, of reboots and remakes um i mean you're already going back to the prince correct me if i'm wrong with the yeah, with the remake that's correct. coming yep. is there any roles or any characters that you would like love to go back to if they ever did like a remake or a redo or anything like are there any characters that you're like I i'd love to revisit this this space oh man um that's a tough one because you never think that they're going to. Right, um, okay. But then with but then with Prince of Persia, you know, 15 years later, they and if they do go back, you just assume that they're going to cast somebody else. You know, that's just the way it <laughs> right. works um, that that I got to come back for that, that I got to come back after years for um, there's a series of video games called Dot Hack that I got mm -hmm. to come back many years after that series had concluded for some more stuff and for them to redo it uh, or to redo, you know, remaster it uh, was was amazing. As far as characters, I'd like to go back to. Um, after a long time, man, I you know all of them. I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm glad we're doing. I'm glad we got to do uh, more bug snacks because you know Chandlo is yes. a hero. He's I, a hero. I love Chandlo so much. Um, I you know they're. I, I just have so much fun that uh, it's hard to not want to go back to it. Um, I had I had a lot of fun on on a game called Call of the Sea that was a smaller game. Um, this, uh, uh, came out last year, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it was, uh, it was by, uh, out of the blue, there's a, you know, more indie, uh, company. Uh, but we're going to get to work again together on a, on a, a, a new game called American Arcadia, uh, which, uh, I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be dropping a trailer soon for that, but Ooh, at least I get to, you know, in that respect, now. I think I at least get to work with the people that I had fun with playing that character that one time on that thing. <laughs> um so yeah i mean I, you know all those characters that i i mean i'd love to go back and do more uh, legion of superheroes i mean playing superman was great and, and i thought it was a great show that came at you know inopportune time and mm. that's why it didn't and you know weird uh marketing stuff and, and weird merchandising and that was right when kids wb you know got rid of their saturday morning lineup that was and, so sad mm -hmm. yeah um, well, but yeah, I'd love to go. I'd love. I'd love to go back. I know Lou and I are shouting from the hilltops for uh, Saga and Atlas to give us Persona 4 Golden again <laughs> in any iteration. So please remaster yeah. that, remake that, please more Yosuke, please. I know. I know they've they've moved on with the Persona franchise, and uh, um, where's where's Yosuke? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, really bring question. it back. Yeah. Let him be all a right. teacher at the next one. Come on, more Yosuke, oh middle aged Yosuke. I'd be amazing. all about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something else I wanted to ask you because we're. Mm -hmm. I, I, we're getting to the last question, but something that I'm curious mm. about is 
um, you know, after a long day or a particularly tough day, or like if, you know, if you do go through a session that's particularly difficult, how do you de-stress? What are some of your favorite ways to kind of like wind down and take care of your own mental health? Because, you know, I can only imagine how much stress you go through at certain points. You know, how do you, how do you take care yeah. of yourself in those moments? Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big cinephile. I watch movies a lot. Mm-hmm. I just love watching movies and escaping to that. And I go to my, you know, I, I used to love going to the to the movie theater to do that live. I mean, that like going going to cinema was like church for me, mm-hmm. and and it's been tough. You know, in the times of COVID, I just have not you know done that. Um, but you know, I'll go to my office you know at night after everybody's asleep, and I'll you know I'll put on new movies, old movies. Um, but I will say uh, to to bring it back to to games for a minute. Uh, during the pandemic, I I came to a game that wasn't new at the time, but I had been, it had always sort of been on the back burner for me. Um, uh, Firewatch, I don't know if yes. you guys played Firewatch, yeah. but Firewatch uh, had a huge positive effect on my mental health in the pandemic when I just, I needed to escape into a place that, and this, and this is representative of me at my age and the games that I play, I think, and who I've become as a gamer. I don't like to play games anymore where I have to learn complex mechanics to keep fighting off things mm. that are trying to kill me. Like I've got mm. enough stress, stress and worry <laughs> and, you know, risk right. in my own life. Um, and so I, I play a lot of, you know, story games and uh, environment games and games where I can just immerse myself. And I know I'm going to start here and eventually I'll end up somewhere and nothing's going to try to kill me on the way there. Make it a little, you know, scary at some points, right. but I know I'm not going to die. Mm. Um, and, you know, maybe some some simple riddles. Because I get frustrated if the riddles are too hard. Me too. Um, and if I have to spend if I have to spend more than an hour on a riddle, like I I don't know that I'm going to get back to the game. Uh, <laughs> right. But right. So so I so I you know I found like in, in, I I I had wanted to play Firewatch. Uh, my friend Sissy Jones is in the game, and I'd heard such great things about it, and it really seemed like my kind of game. And I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't. And then the pandemic hit, and I, I was playing you know more games, and and I got I started playing it, and it was. I mean, a an emotional roller coaster, sure. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Beautiful storytelling, you know, great environment and 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 music and just a vibe. And I found myself going to. I mean, a lot of it is you're walking through the forest from point A to point B. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, fast track. There's no. Um, and I would just find myself sometimes I would I would just sort of stop, and I'd be standing in the forest and I'd be sort of listening to that ambient music and I, you know the wind and the trees and stuff like that, and I and I was able to escape. Um, in a way that was very, you know, safe. I felt safe to escape, and uh, and the, the characters are so beautifully drawn in that in that yeah. uh, game that I I you know I I was into their story, and then when I didn't want to be part of their story, I just sort of backed out and I just sort of hung out in the forest, <laughs> and it was it was extremely helpful to my my mental state in the pandemic because um, it's it ain't easy, and and I keep saying keep saying it like it's like it's all over and done with in our rearview mirror and i know it's I know. not um we're all we're all trying to to do that to put it you know put it away and i know, I know it's still sort of lurking so and it still still affects our day-to-day but uh so so if you've got so if you know what the next fire watch is um or something that can replace <laughs> that i'm always taking uh i'm always taking uh uh, recommendation. Awesome. There's some. There's definitely some games out there that are very story driven and character driven that you might like mm-hmm. that are kind of the same as Firewatch. I remember mm-hmm. um, playing it, um, but I hadn't read anything about it beforehand, so I was so nervous there were going to be because it's a mystery. Me too. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not like spoiling anything, but 
at points I'd be like, oh my God, something's going to fucking jump out and kill me. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I was like yeah. very nervous. But then like when you get to the end, you're like, wow, this was really just a story about like these two people coming to terms with things that were happening in their life. And it's so mm -hmm. beautiful. Like you mm -hmm. didn't realize what you were getting into until you were like in it. In it. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Yeah. great yeah, game. No. Yeah, fantastic great game. Choice. Yeah, yeah. Totally. That's, a, that's a great choice. Yeah, one of our favorites is um, I don't know if you've ever heard, heard of Lost Words Beyond the Page is one that like has wrecked Destiny and myself emotionally. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm writing it down right now. Yeah, it's called Lost Words. It's um it's about a girl who is a young girl who's half the game takes place in like her sketchbook and you're literally hopping on her words and like her the paintings that she and the drawings that she does and the other half is in this like mystical fantasy world that she's like struggling to yeah as she's like struggling with um some things that are going on with her family and dealing with like grief and loss and stuff like that but it's just it's incredibly incredibly done um yeah. so if you're if you're looking for another game that again you don't have to really too, worry too much about things happening to right. you but just it's a it's an experience yeah. it's a journey yeah edith finch what what, what was it yes. uh, what happened to, what, what happened even what happened to edith, edith finch mm -hmm. or whatever yeah of, yeah um yeah loved it yeah, that kind of that kind of game is my jam these days. Yeah, there's just like so much to love in those. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I just I... like that you said that because, like, I feel like there's so there's so many like toxic ways of being like, oh, you're not a real gamer if you don't play if you play games like that. But it's so yeah. like nice to hear that those are the type because I felt the same way when you're like, I don't want to like learn new mechanics. I just want to enjoy yeah. the game and the story, and that's how I am. Like, if I have to. Play, that's that's probably why I don't like Smash Brothers because I literally just <laughs> smash right. a bunch of buttons and I like always right. end up falling off a cliff. So I was like, that's yeah. not me. I don't find that fun. <laughs> I, <laughs> so. I, I went to I went to a convention once and they said, um, "Hey, will you? We, we've got like a Smash Smash Brothers booth. Will you play people at Smash Brothers?" And I said, "On one on one condition, because I've never played it before and I'm going to be terrible at it. You have to print up shirts um, that say." Uh, I, I kicked Yuri Lowenthal's ass at Smash Brothers and give them out to the people who play against me. And they were like, okay, we'll do it. Because I know that's because I'm not going to win. I'm not going to beat anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's me. That is amazing. We need those shirts. We need to, we need to we try do. those down. Yeah, see if, are, any, see are... if any of your listeners uh, <laughs> were at that convention in Vegas. Because that's incredible. That's so funny. But that brings us to the end of the podcast. Yuri, it was an absolute pleasure so having fast. you. I really hope you come back and join us yes. again in the future. And I would be remiss if I didn't shout out, shout out our friend DJ Stormageddon over at Fun and Games Podcast because he, you know, he's been on the show a few times and he's going to be back on soon. He's a, he's a dear friend of ours. Um, but again, thank you for joining another, us. Another good Matt. Another good Matt. Another good Matt. Yeah. 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 I've never yeah. met a bad Matt. I've met some oh, bad curses, yes. but I've never <laughs> met a bad man. <laughs> Destiny's golden rule. We don't mess with curses. Right. Right. Uh, nope. <laughs> but yes, thank you for coming. And I hope you join us again in the future. I would love to. Thank you guys so much. If people wanted to find more of you, Yuri, where could they do so? Where can they learn more all about yourself? Uh, I am most active on Twitter. I mean, I have, I have an outdated website, yurilowenthal.com. Um, but you will see that it's outdated as soon as you go there. Uh, uh, but at, at Yuri Lowenthal on, on Twitter and at Yuri Lowenthal on Instagram, um, I'm more active on Twitter. Uh, so if you have questions and stuff like that, you, I gotta you know, go follow you, you better, right better now. Chance. Oh, thanks. I don't know where my Please phone do. is. Though. It's a, I've, I've somehow managed to curate a really wholesome uh, group on uh, on on Twitter. You know, which can otherwise oh, sometimes cute. be terrifying. Um, I, 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 lo I love the people in in our community there. They're just uh, they're super cool.
Well, I appreciate you taking a shot on us because I know I, I yeah. like I was literally like I'm gonna put it out on Twitter and just see what happens. And it's funny, DJ Storm messaged me after. He's like, "Why didn't you ask me?" I'm like, "Because it had to happen naturally. I had to. Yes. Yes. I had to put it out there." <laughs> Uh, yes. But thank you for joining us. Uh, Lou, if people wanted to hear more of you, you have your new music. I mean, how did we miss the fact that you make music? Um, you have your yeah, stuff coming out. Tell I us do. more about what. Yep, new stuff coming yes. out. New track coming out May 30th and then June 30th and then more after that. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Mad Seedling, Spotify, uh, Mad Seedling, uh, madseedling.com. Uh, new videos every week on Instagram. So check it out. Make sure you go follow Lou. He makes incredible music. His tracks are just, they they help get me through the workday, honestly, so just good. because there's such a vibe every day. <laughs> uh, Dee, what about you? Where can people find more of you? Um, so, like, soon I'll be starring in my own show, so you'll be able to catch me. That's right. That. It's Destiny! <laughs> it's Destiny. But um, for right now, you can catch me over on Twitter <laughs> at DMBC32. Um, you can catch me on Instagram at Liquor Store Diva, Facebook, Pudding and Flan. If you look that up, you'll be able to see the webcomic there. And um, yeah, I think that's, and you can find me here. And, 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 and we're going to be doing our new podcast very soon. I know I keep saying that and you're like, you just said that like two months ago. So for real, for real, we're going to be doing it. And it's going to be dropping in June for bonus level over at level one gaming. So please stay tuned for that. Yes. And that, if people wanted to find you, where could they find you? That's dandy. Yeah, make sure you go support our friends over at Level 1 Gaming. They make amazing stuff all the time. As for myself, you can find me on Twitter at burnout underscore Matt. You can find me over on Carpool Gaming every week, hosting the PlayStation Drive over there where we talk all things PlayStation. And make sure you tune in to The Power of Play. Our mental health series is winding down. We have just a couple of episodes left for the Mental Health Awareness Month of May. So please go check that out as well. We have the actually the devs of Lost Words, previously mentioned, coming on yeah, for this week's they, episode. Yeah, they're going to be on. So, so make sure you go and support them. They make incredibly important and, you know, very um, work that resonated with us a lot. So go check them out. Once again, Yuri, thank you for joining us. It's been an absolute blast. We can't wait for you to come back and rock with us again in the future. D, thank you. Lou, it's thank a you. pleasure as always. We'll see everybody on the next I'll be episode. Back. Yeah. Bye. Peace Bye. out. <laughs>